You are listening to Constructing Practice, a podcast from the Graduate School of Architecture, Planning and Preservation at Columbia University in New York City. I'm Dina Malandraus. Thank you for listening. I'm Juan Herreros, professor at Columbia GSAP and principal of Studio Herreros in Madrid. In recent years, we have witnessed a series of changes that redefine the traditional practice and lay the foundation of new types of architectural offices. On November 17, 2017, we hosted the symposium Constructing Practice at Columbia GSAP in New York City. This podcast series includes the 15 firms who participated in the symposium and expands the conversation to include many others to tell us how they do what they do. Today we hear from Eloisa Ramos and Moreno Castellano of Ramos Castellano in Mindelo, Cape Verde. I met Moreno in Coimbra 17 years ago. He was a student, an Erasmus student. He used to study in Florence, in Italy, and he came to Coimbra for one year. We were in the same class of Gonzalo Birn, a well-known Portuguese architect. Then uh, we used to live in uh, many places in Sardinia, Italy, where we worked for an architect, me with a scholarship, uh, Leonardo da Vinci and Moreno too, uh, used to work with these architects. And then, well, we, we, we did some projects too in Italy before we decide to, uh, oh, well, we, we stay uh, uh, a little in Boston, and we were interested in know this, the construction system there, the, and um, this kind of things. Were, were, it was a totally different system from uh, the one that we, we we used to we used to. So in uh, 2004, and then we were in uh, Boston, but it was a little hard with the winter and this kind of thing. So we decided to come back to Italy. And in 2004, we returned to Sardinia and we, we stayed there for some months. Now, in uh, 2004, we decided to move to Cape to Cape. Sorry for the connection that is not perfect, but uh, here in Cape Verde is uh, sometimes difficult. To have very good uh, internet connection. Then some years ago we moved to Cap Verde, and then here we opened our uh, atelier. That uh, at that moment it was very interesting to work because uh, Cap Verde had uh, a lot of uh, new people that comes here for build second home or uh, beach houses. So they were not so interested in the house, in the architecture, but they were interested in building, and we had a lot of freedom at the time. Since then, we worked for very different clients from a lot of countries because Cap Verde is a place in the edge of three continents, Africa, America and Europe. So here uh, we had confluence of a lot of uh, people coming from a lot of countries and uh, we, we, we could have, we had clients from England, the United States. Spain, Portugal, Italy, a lot of them, they come here for make investments. But most of these projects, they were unbuilt because uh, they were answered us before the crisis. Then they, after the crisis, nobody built it. And at the same time, we worked uh, with our project and uh, with the project of our client. And what we have built since now, most of them are our projects. We do not only the project, but the building construction as well, uh, working like uh, builder manager, uh, or sometimes like uh, the workers, you know. So we had a 
had a very clear vision about how things are made here in uh, Cap Verde. So we know the entire process. Since the project to the construction to the management of the builded uh, things. Since Cap Verde is a country that uh, you have a lack of material, that you have not a lot of local resources, here we are forced most of the time to use what we find in the place, in the market. It's like a site-specific building, you know, and in a way it's not because just we want it, but it's the only way to build. So we try to use all the material that we find in the place, and then when we don't find material in the place, we take it from abroad. For example, if I can talk about a specific project talking about the hotel that we have done in San Pedro, the Achilles Eco Hotel. We used their woods. So these islands are totally without trees. So the wood comes from Norway. In ecological terms, I can say that uh, it's not so nice to take wood from another country and bring it here because you have the petroleum footprint for the transport. But if we think that uh, in Cap Verde, it's not allowed to take the sand for the beach, that uh, the sand is uh, necessary for make the blocks, for concrete blocks and sand, we take the wood from Norway where they are, they have certified wood, so they cut one plant and maybe they put two new plants and uh, making this, I, we think that it's in a more ecological way. We have the footprint for the transport, but we are not uh, changing the morphology of the island because when we take stone, sand, uh, they have uh, a very long time for be sustainable another time, for recreate them. So we prefer to use material that are worldwide sustainable. We don't think about only site-specific, but the material depends from the kind of project that we are making and from the kind of place where we are working. So it's not essential because we need to be essential, but it's essential because it's the, way, the only way to be. As uh, Moren said, um, here we have this scarcity of materials and we, we try to take this as an opportunity for us to develop our creative side. This is a thing that we do with pleasure, let's say, um, like this. Because in this market, as Moreno said, even a screw can be a problem because this market is very, I don't want to say poor, but is unstable. To, it's, uh, well, you have to know it to, to, to understand this place. Because of this, and I was to to say this Moreno said uh, interesting things about the the role of materials but I want to say that Mindelo so we sent well we we used to work as well in San Juantan and we have projects in other islands but mainly in San Vicente in Mindelo and uh, this is a very peculiar place the contacts uh, are very warm and you have a lot of proximity and this is a vibrant city so this sensation of suspend the time that we used to live here, that you can feel when you are here. And this is, I wanted to say that here you cannot use materials like uh, traditional cliches. Here you have to be flexible, you have to improvise, you have to adapt. Adaptation is the key word here. So we used to play with materials to fit our needs at the moment that we are creating a project or uh, some work. We can say that uh, here 
what is very important, like everywhere, but here is more more small. So we have a lot of proximity with the, with the other people, with the worker, for example. So one of the most important material for us are the worker, in the sense that uh, we try to use more as possible their work instead uh, other kind of material. For example, if we can use money for uh, give work to ten family instead of using uh, prefabricated material that uh, it's already done in maybe Europe and imported, we try to use so helping the economy in the islands we can make better place, you know. And uh, here, when we do that, we feel that it's working because uh, we have contact work almost. We follow our uh, our building uh, since the start to the end in a very proximal way. You know, we're near the people, so we know if they are good or not. So the choice that we do in material is not only about uh, the shape or uh, the sensation or the cognition of the material, but uh, we try to use things in the construction that uh, can give very good impact in our environment, not only in an ecological way, talking about nature, but talking about uh, society as well, talking about people as well. We used to spend a lot of time with the artisans, let's say days, developing solutions with them. And if we uh, start with a solution, and then we, we can improve the solution. And we can go one time, two, three, ten times with the guy making the prototypes and uh, touching the materials, seeing the effects that can be in the, at the final result. And for this reason, uh, we are um, used to take a lot of time. So in, if I can say in playing with the materials to reach the final result that uh, we are glad and the client too. Uh, another thing, if I can give an example that would be very interesting. We are now making a project in the other island of uh, Santantau that is uh, one hour uh, far from San Vicente. So you have to take a boat and it is morphologically very different because you have big mountains there and it rains a little bit more there. So in this new project that we are doing, that it's uh, an hotel of 14 rooms, we choose before starting uh, the project of the architecture to make terraces for, uh, for put agriculture in the five hectares of uh, land that uh, the clients had there. So making these terraces uh, employed 20, 25 people every day for almost two years. So this was very interesting because uh, 20 people working for almost two years guarantee like a small village of work and food for about two years. And this was made thanks to an architectural decision, if I can say, because if we didn't choose to make terraces and to make agriculture near the houses or, or the hotel, we don't have these people working, so they were unemployed or they have to change place to immigrate outside. So what we try to do is to choose things that uh, guarantee the purpose, the, the, see, the purpose that we are following in our life, in a way, because what we would like to create with architecture, is, it's, it seems stupid, but it's a place where people uh, can stay Happy. in harmony, you know, with themselves, with the place, with the people. So... We try to give with our architecture a way for these people to have a, a right work and uh, to create new harmonies, you know. The last project that we are uh, 
working on it in these uh, last months. It's the project of uh, a new museum in Mindelo, NAD, Centro Nacional de Artesanato Design. It's a new structure made uh, at the site of an old structure. And uh, what is interesting in this new project is the fact that uh, it's born like a dream, you know, because nobody asked us for do that, but it is born uh, from a conversation with the director. Okay, this new project, it's about this museum. And uh, the interesting thing is the skin that we are using there. We are using barrel temps, recycled barrel temps. Why this new material? Because uh, in Cap Verde, every, almost everything comes in barrels, from petroleum to food sometimes, a lot of type of goods that immigrants sent here in the islands. So use that was a, an intuition that now is becoming uh, real, that it's a very nice way for see that things are not what they seem sometimes, you know. A barrel, it's not only a barrel, it could be a material for make a house or a museum or uh, something, something else. The fact is that we like to see things in other perspective. So this is an argument that it's very important in our work. I want just to say that this project in San Van Town, the other islands, is um, a small eco hotel with um, 14 rooms and uh, 10 villas. So it is a project that uh, takes us a lot of time. Well, every project is like a sun, so we try to build to uh, after the projects uh, we, do, we we take a lot of time uh, like perfectionist people to do better every detail to study the, the project and uh, trying to put inside our ideas and our philosophy and the way that we see life so it's become a an experience that um, we Consolidate. Yes, and the people that use the yeah. architecture, they they can experience that. Yeah, we co- we consolidate it day by day. So uh, tomorrow maybe we think about the yesterday and we try to improve and um, searching better solutions and uh, this kind of things. This podcast was produced by Colombia GSAP. You may also be interested in the GSAP Conversations podcast series available on iTunes. You can find more information about the school on our website at arc.colombia.edu.